Hello, welcome to Industry Reactions. Industry Reactions is a weekly briefing on industry events, changes, and future trends that impact your business. We're your hosts, Rick Honer and Mark Friedel from Kempoint. You can find Industry Reactions on YouTube, LinkedIn, and as a podcast. For those watching on YouTube, make sure to hit that subscribe button, ring that notification bell, and smash that like button. We plan on discussing issues that impact the global industry and help you uncover new opportunities. We hope this will provide market intelligence that will keep you ahead of changing conditions. All right, and we're going to start this week where we left off last week, and that was a uh, update on the ChemTool fire situation in Rockton, Illinois. Um, as we mentioned, there was a big fire and explosion. And as you can see from this picture, the uh, ChemTool facility looks pretty well destroyed. Um, they finally got that fire under control. They let it burn out um, kind of mid to late last week. Not sure what the plans are long term, but obviously it caused a uh, pretty big disruption to the local community. And it's going to cause disruptions to really the industry um, specific to what they produce. And I think it's mostly grease products. ChemTool is owned by Lubrizol Corporation. Um, thankfully, this thing has been under control. There's been no, um, no casualties as a result of this. I think everyone got out safe, but still a pretty major event for our industry. Yeah, it's good to hear that, you know, the injuries were um, limited or none in that. You never want to see it. Um, I do think it's kind of interesting. I've, I've watched that company ChemTool over time. They've really grown fairly quickly. And then uh, now under Lubrizol, um, they become a pretty large part within that lubricant space, especially in that grease, grease space. All right, let's move into an area we've talked a lot about this year, which is... Um, pricing so uh texas refineries seems like they're doing <laughs> pretty well um you know after uh the hit that they took in february with the the winter storm you know specifically to refineries prices are soaring as they struggle to keep up with demand um you know when the pandemic hit especially uh demand for packaging uh because of delivered goods etc um was through the roof and uh, that that sustained some of the demand changes elsewhere and so the the sh packaging need has continued to be strong and supplies have gone down and with that uh prices have soared and um companies like Lyondell and Westlake that are right in the middle of that have really benefited and you can see it on their earnings calls um, that they've seen a pretty significant positive impact even though their volumes are off uh, that pricing has helped their uh, their books quite a bit yeah i can only imagine that q2 earnings calls are going to be very good and very strong as well not yeah. only you're getting this benefit but you're also getting the year over year effect effect from some of the strong downturns that we saw due to the pandemic and I think, you know, if I look at that Houston area, which is so dependent on this, I mean, this is such a, uh, a, a need for that area, right? They rely on it. And so the, these prices, though, they can be tough um, elsewhere. I think that um, that area, the Houston area specifically, is really benefiting. Yeah. And from a macro standpoint, we, we've been kind of watching in, uh, oil prices it's been you know now solidly over 75 dollars a barrel i think closer to 75 people are predicting it's going to get closer to 100 by the end of the year well that could have a slowdown effect on sort of the the macroeconomic conditions um, as things get too expensive um 
it could become prohibitive for for people to do things. All right, and we will move into uh, the update on rail traffic. Um, this is an update for uh, the week ending June 16th. Um, no surprise, things continue to tick up. Um, the the volume has increased 16 percent from 2020 during this uh for the four week period um ending mid-june here and it's up almost one percent from the uh the volumes in 2019 so seems to be like 2019 is the, uh, a benchmark year since 2020 was so strange from a demand standpoint so uh, rail traffic is not only exceeding 2020 as we'd expect but also now 2019. Uh, that's good to see i think it's been creeping along kind of even with 2019 but now it uh, looks like they've actually gained on 2019 so that's good to see all right let's talk about new products um and company announcements uh what one probably the first story uh a very interesting one and another topic or story related to sustainability um in our industry which is good to see um so nesty and Lyondell have partnered uh nesty will be providing a feedstock that's based 100 it's 100 bio-based um that will be a feedstock for Lyondell Bacell. Now they're going to use Lyondell Bacell's uh Germany plant um to turn the the raw materials into polymers. Um and so for that European region at least you've got a pretty uh strong player in Lyondell in the plastic space and using 100% bio and renewable uh sources uh by Nesty. So a really great partnership. It's good to see this in our industry. Yeah, for sure. I think we talked about uh, Lyondell um, um, kind of launching this products group um, not that long ago, maybe in the last month or two. So it's interesting that they're actually making progress on it. They've, they've found a partner for some of the feedstocks. Yeah. All right. Speaking of renewable energy, um, well, the, the EV market continues to be strong. Um, electric vehicles and lithium is uh, one of the key components that are tied to that from a, from a battery perspective. So Schlumberger and Panasonic are now partnering. Um, they've reached an agreement and it's uh, uh, the, the agreement is really looking at how to val validate um, an optimization of this new lithium extraction process, um, which is um, which what, what people are doing more and more these days. Um, so I believe there's a Schlumberger has a, a a, a new process at a pilot plant for some of the mines in Nevada, and they're going to be partnering up with Panasonic, Panasonic to make sure the optimization and validation of how this new extraction process uh, will be validated. Huh. That's interesting to see. Slumberjay, I've only ever thought of them uh, in the oil space, and so to see them involved in lithium is, is seems like a pretty significant shift. Yeah, for sure. All right, a, qu a quick story around uh, Amaris. They've uh, sounds like they're going to be acquiring a company called Olica. Um, Olica, uh, I, I wasn't aware, but they are actually a company that's in hand sanitizers and provide uh, hand sanitizing type raw materials. So Amaris has clearly um, acquired them to bolster their portfolio in terms of sanitization um, and hand sanitizers. The thing that's surprising to me is 
I kind of thought the hand sanitizer boom was already over. And I'm wondering just in the back of my mind whether this is too little too late, but I, I don't know any of the details. All right, another big M&A story um, is in the pigments segment. Um, Hoibach and SK Capital are partnering up to buy the Clarient pigments business for uh, nearly a, a billion in a, a cash deal, which I think is contingent on um, Clarient hitting certain financial targets before the close uh, throughout 2021. Um, I guess I would um, infer that the, that the transaction is not going to close until the early part of 22. Um, it values them at a nearly 11 times uh, earnings multiple, um, just kind of looking back at a, the, the last 12 months of earnings. So this is a pretty significant shift in the or, or acquisition in the pig, pigment segment. Um, I think there's roughly 3,000 employees and sales associated with these, this portfolio is close to a billion euro um, annualized. So pretty big move. I'm assuming SK will take a certain percentage ownership in Hoibach and this will fall into the Hoibach uh, portfolio of pigments. Yeah, that's a uh, seeing. Although um, I, I'm I'm less knowledgeable about the total size, but that seems like a pretty big consolidation within that pigment space. Oh yeah. All right, let's talk a little bit about food and food ingredients. Kerry um, yeah, uh, announced that they were selling their uh, consumer foods business, which focuses on meats uh, mostly within the uh, the UK and Ireland. Uh, to Pilgrim's Pride, and that that transaction is about a, a billion dollars total with a B. Um, Kerry was also in the news this week in uh, announcement of their acquisition of Niaset, uh, a business that we're very familiar with. Um, and in in the whole, the thing that's interesting to me is um, both of those moves signal a a move further upstream. Um, in the value chain for carry, we're getting closer to the raw materials and maybe less emphasis on uh, the end end product or end food, um, it, which uh, for me, um, it, it looks like a good move and very interesting. Yeah, carry has been very active. We've we've talked about them on this podcast several times uh, in the last six months. They, they've been very active. Um, they're making a lot of moves. All right, and our final story today, um, uh, Distrupal, uh, who's an affiliate of uh, GPD companies, which is owned by OneRock, so OneRock's back in the news again. Um, Distrupal is acquiring Latrup Chemicals. Haven't uh, heard of them in the past. They're a sort of niche polymer distributor in Scandinavia, um, so I think it's going to be a nice little bolt-on for that Distrupal business. Yeah, as as you may or may not know, um, One Rock was involved in acquisition of that Nexio Plastics business just recently with acquired the Distropol and now Latrup. So clearly trying to consolidate some uh, polymer distribution uh, networks. Probably yeah. similar to similar to the moves that we're seeing with um, um, uh, the name is escaping me. We just talked about them earlier. Um, SK, 
SK uh, yeah, yeah, sorry. Yeah, sorry. <clears throat> yep, SK and One Rock continue to make uh, a lot of investment in our industry. All right, well, that's it for this week's edition of Industry Reactions. We will return next week with a fresh batch of industry reactions. Until then, stay safe. All right, take care.